Yeah. Great forehand. All right. Gotta slap the mic. Slap the bag. Slap the bag. <laughs> Are we good? All right. So we're recording all three. Three, two, one. I'm done so long that I forgot how to actually do a podcast. Welcome to the real podcast with me, the host, David, and the guy who helped me start all of my, I don't want to say all my business, but all my video content and even photos too, Eric. Everyone, you're going to have to cut that. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Eric. Uh, we are on St. Patrick's Day where neither of us are wearing green. You should not date this because you're not going to get around to editing it for a while. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to edit. This okay. gives me motivation to edit faster. <laughs> okay. So, and, and I want to pinch you, but then you have to get pinched. Yeah, I as get well. to pinch you. Yeah, I got one green either. That doesn't count. You gotta stay hydrated. My G string's green. <laughs> okay, that's weird. Anyways, so I want to bring Eric on this podcast because if it weren't for Eric, you guys wouldn't even be getting a video in any of this. And I wouldn't know a thing about video. And to be honest, without for Eric, I would not be in real estate the way I am today. I wouldn't have the same passion, motivation, creativity. If it weren't for this guy next to me, and I'm not man crushing it, but it's true. I appreciate that. We're like, <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I also wouldn't have everything. Like, my business wouldn't be anywhere that it is now if it wasn't if I hadn't met you. Remember so. that. Do you want to edit this video now or no? <laughs> <laughs> no, good one. <laughs> yeah. No. So I think it was 2017. End of 17. Like 18. No, we started filming in 18, but I reached yeah. out to you in yeah. 17. Mm -hmm. And the way we got started was our good friend, mutual friend, Gabe, was like, hey, you should hit this guy, Eric. He'll do some vlogs for you. And so I hit up Eric, and Eric was like, how old were you at the time? Uh, 17. So like 19. In you were 19 years old? 2017? I was 19. Yeah. Dang. That's right, because we celebrated 21st together. Yeah. So he was 17 years old. I was 20. 19. You were 19 years yeah. old. I was 20. 26. Six? Yeah, 26, I think. So, and I had, I was just, I was actually doing real estate part-time working for a full-time job and I wanted to find a way in real estate to stand out, be different. And I thought vlogging would be cool. I was a little late to the trend, but no other real estate agent was vlogging at the time. There was nobody like as much as you guys don't believe me, there was no agent vlogging in San Antonio at the time in San Antonio. Yeah. Back then there was like nobody. No. Nobody. And it was, and the, the only people I was like trying to like, not copy, but, but, but mimic a little bit in the vlog style were like just other YouTubers in like overseas and stuff. I was like, what are they doing? That's kind of cool that I can do here. And there was no agent doing that. And I was like, Eric, save me because I think it's a really good outlet for me to be creative on. Yeah. Well, like, plus I was new to video, like not new, but at the time I had maybe gotten a few gigs here and there. And then when you reached out, I was like, hell yeah. Like <laughs> I will take whatever I can get. What was your then? first video before that? Like what was, yeah, actually I want to start with you. What was your very first video? My very first video? you've ever done. Yeah. So like in high school, I had a GoPro and like a really cheap GoPro and I would go on like trips with my family and then just make like these really bad travel videos. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's how I got into it. And then the first time somebody asked me for a video for work, like paid me to do it. Yeah. Um, it was like a two day event up in Austin for like eight hours each day. So Gosh. I had to drive up to San Marcos or from San Marcos both days. Yeah. And they could only pay like 10 bucks an hour. And at the time that was less than what I was making at my banana Republic job. But I was like, you're a banana Republic. Yeah. Do you still get discount. No, <laughs> I milked that discount. Yeah, though. I bet you did. <laughs> but I was like, someone wants to pay me to like make videos. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, those that was your my, first gig. Yeah. And then I guess what year was that? 2018 was okay. like, 
So you, like, you, you started actually doing full gigs when we started working together. That was kind of like the starting point. Yeah, like you had reached out or we had started shooting yeah. right after I actually got my first gig. Yeah, because you were doing personal stuff before that. Yeah, I was which, just doing it for fun. But you still have your personal YouTube channel. I, I found it. It's not good. I feel like we should play a video of it. Please do not like play Like put it up here in the in Well, the like I think, I think I archived most of like the yeah. stuff. I think right now it's all the things that I was like proud of back yeah. then. Now it's, I can't watch those videos. So I wanted to do this, this podcast because I wanted to do two things. I wanted to show how we got started together because like I said, without you, I wouldn't be here. And I wanted to show exactly what it takes to, to make it in the video world as a real estate agent. And not only that, but I want to bring up later on what creative outlooks as far as social media platforms, what do we foresee marketing as far as video and creativity to be in the next two, three years? So that was my main priority. And I think you're a big part again of, of my business. And when I texted you or actually when I DM'd you on Instagram back in 2018, my goal was a vlog of my life every day, which I didn't think that was that important. But looking back on it, which I don't want to post my vlog YouTube link anymore because I want to go back. It's actually cringeworthy to, to look at. But at the time, I thought vlogs were like, you got to film me all day long, every day. Now, I first told you like, hey, man, it's going to be like a 12-hour day. And I'm like in my head thinking about per hour how much I'm going to pay you. And you don't actually need to film somebody for 12 hours, 24 hours a day. And we, we learned quickly that it wasn't like, all you need to do is have an actual game plan and, and map out what you want to film. And you taught me that very early on. So we started off doing like 6 a.m. shots. Yeah. So <laughs> the first time we did a vlog, the first time I shot for you, you wanted me at your place at like... I was an apartment. Yeah. I was in an apartment you with no money. at your apartment <laughs> at like 5 in the morning. Yeah. And at the time, I was like not a morning person so i yeah. just pulled an all-nighter and then <laughs> you like, got waterburger before i right? got waterburger right yeah. before and then we went shot at like six in the morning and then i think i stuck with you for a little bit after because we did like a like you running yeah we did shots of you running with which like i actually drum. ran i wasn't like yeah. fake running that was a real running that was an actual running yeah. like thing and then and then i think i filmed you for the entire day yeah. and afterwards i just crashed i was so tired then that's when I was like, hey, like we don't need to do like the yeah. entire day. We just need to like, game plan this out. So my, so looking back on it, like we did a vlog, I would say like once every other week. Yeah. And so I had a year and a half, almost a year full of just videos that were starting at a point to where me and Alana were getting super serious. Mm -hmm. And I had, I, I, was I engaged? I was engaged. And we went from, you can see my life as me and Alana, like without a baby, obviously, but in an apartment to me getting started in real estate, to us getting married, to us like getting into a house. And you can look back over a year and a half of like not only my business, but where me and Alana kind of grew yeah. together too, which is insane to look at. Again, I was watching, I was showing Leroy all the old vlogs. And I'm like, yeah, this is a lot different than it is now. <laughs> but that was, um, it was something that I think we grew together. You learned how to film a lot faster, realized that we don't need a full day. Yeah. But then my editing style, your editing style was a lot different too. Like you transitioned mm -hmm. different edit, edits and along the way. Yeah. Um, and you found a cool way to like be creative with every vlog, which I think can find can be, and it st probably still is really boring, but you got to find different ways to make it look cool and engage the audience. Otherwise, nobody really, nobody really cares what you do all day. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make it look good and find like creative things to do within that. So that was cool to watch and grow through the entire, like you went to my wedding, you went to my bachelor parties. Yeah. That was that was a rough one. That was yeah. a rough one. Probably shouldn't share stories from that. <laughs> well, at least, at least not my role. Whoever won the competition, you were Gabe. Nobody. So I, we had a, we had a competition. Yeah. I invited him and Gabe, our friend. I'll tag Gabe. 
and I said, hey, whoever makes the best bachelor party video gets a bottle of tequila and something else. Uh, I forgot what it was. I don't remember what it was. But yeah, yeah. But whoever won. I don't think you. I don't think there was ever a verdict because I remember not. I don't winning. think you won. I don't think I won. Yeah, my video was better. <laughs> my video was better. Gabe, Gabe's yeah. had like a like a one minute intro of like yeah. a old TV clicking. Yeah, but it was less than a minute video. That was yeah. the goal, right? But I think I think for sure, doing your vlogs was one cool, and that like I just got to be a fly in the wall for like. <laughs> this yeah like this year and a half as yeah. you guys progress and like looking back on it now it's crazy because like i always think like i always joke with you a lot about like where you are now because <laughs> like of when we both yeah like, when we started like working together when we first met i would like things were completely different yeah and so like it was cool to be on a fly on the wall or a fly on the wall then um and on top of that just doing the vlogs yeah like it really helped me progress really fast as like a videographer yeah um yeah like trying to change it up because you had it, to i was making you like yeah <laughs> like you pushed me a lot and even now like today like you for the videos that we like i still do for you it's always something that pushes me past what like i either have to learn a new skill set yeah or uh just get really creative with your concept yeah so like like i, I wouldn't be where i'm at without you and i i think that like what was kind of cool too is when I was asking you to do vlogs, daily vlogs for me, I'm like, at the time I had no money. Well, we, me and Alana had no money. And I was trying to figure out a way that I can be cost efficient but still get videos out of this guy. So I was trying to squeeze in like every hour that I could and every dime that I, that <laughs> yeah, I could get out And I was, I was also new too, so yeah. I was like, oh, like, yeah, this is, I'll take that. Like, yeah, that works <laughs> for me. But honestly, it was a... It was at, like a mutual thing. At the time, it was a lot of money for me. And I'm yeah. like, all right, if I'm going to pour in thousands of dollars into videos, it better work. And it was a big gamble that I took in real estate because I figured that, you know, it, it may not be about real estate, the vlog, but it's about my, about my life. Mm -hmm. And then at least it will like try and get people indirectly to realize who I am. And over the long run, it really did. Like I may have got my, made fun of it. And I still do to this day. But like looking back on it, it was the content and consistency mm -hmm. that actually got me noticed a little bit. Like, hey, he does videos. When I mean, he's a video guy. Yeah. So I'm in videos all the time, which is cool. And then, you know, I got really busy and I realized that vlogging is probably not the best use of time. Like, yeah, like if time and cost efficiency. Because right. it, it got to a point where um, just the, the cost to do a vlog was just... Yeah, a, like, like if you were to charge for it today. Yeah, if somebody, I were to charge for a vlog today. Because it happens all the time. Agents are like, hey, Eric, can you come film me yeah. all day long? And like... I, I'll send, I'll give, I'll, like, I, I always like to preface it too. Like, a vlog is not going to be cheap now. Yeah. Like, not... Like if you want a vlog, it has to be with like a new videographer, someone yeah. who just wants to get their foot in the door, more practice. But well, think about the is, hours behind it. Yeah. It's like filming a wedding. Weddings yeah, exactly. are what, 12 hour days. Yeah. So look at a 12 hour vlog and try and edit that footage. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like if now I recommend like a day in the life video. Yeah. But like quick can, and simple. You can structure that and kind of just set things up within like a two hour shoot as opposed to I don't need to actually follow you. Yeah all day and that's a good idea so for every watching this agents lenders title company, whoever if you're in sales wanting to get into video realize that a full vlog nobody's gonna watch the whole thing if anything past like i would say a minute 30 nobody actually gets to pass that point so what you got to do is you got to condense your entire message into like less than a minute minute 30 and make it super engaging that people actually stay watching it otherwise you're wasting what you want, which is a 12 hour day of shooting. Mm -hmm. You're wasting a ton of editing time. A bunch of money. When really you can just get really um, creative and write out what your actual goal is of the video, which, what what you want to give the viewers actually see in this video and get with Eric and say, Eric, 
I want to get this message across. How can we do it within a minute, minute and a half? And how can we be creative about it? Because otherwise, it can cost you a lot of money and a lot of time. Yeah. And no, no, nobody has that. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is like a, a lot of videographers will happily jump at the opportunity to charge you for oh, yeah. an eight to 12 hour day yeah. and then give you like a, a vlog. Yeah. Like if you're willing to pay Which for it. Which may not even be what you want but the message to be. It is. Yeah. It's not what you want. It's not going to be as effective as, say, a one minute, very quick um, and like very entertaining video. Yeah. Um, and yeah, no one's going to stick around for the message. And like my thing is, look, I don't want to be shooting you for eight hours. Yeah. You don't need to be shot for eight hours. This is the most effective way that like cost effective and just like purposeful way that we can because at the end of the day like if you're look if you're if you're thinking about video content everybody's goal is to get some kind of you know attention out of it but you got to have the actual initiative to make and plan what you want your viewers to be and see so like with us i most often if it if it weren't like for anybody else they're probably gonna ask eric hey how would you meet how would you make this but for me i usually have a a pretty Mm -hmm. specific, uh, specific vision and I have an idea of what I want to do. And so I go with him. And I say, listen, this is what I'm trying to get across to the viewers. Here's my idea. And he'll come and say, well, it's good, but let's tweak it here. Let's, let's make some edits in this and and kind of figure out a way to make it really good. And so I, we tie in really well as far as like, yeah. you know, the logistics of how the cameras work, mm-hmm. the lighting, what's possible, what's probably not possible, what's more time efficient. And I have an idea because I spent so much time trying to get a, a message across. And that's usually where we you know, yeah. collaborate really well on. And that's um, just from like years of working together and like doing so many different projects that it's just it's just panned out like that. Yeah. Um, and it it makes it a lot easier when I know the goal that you want to get across. Yeah. Um, which like that's another tip if you're ever working with a videographer or any creative. We can be creative and help with the ideas, but it helps a lot more if you know the goal for your content and if you have some form of a loose structure of what you want. Yeah. Like just some kind of an idea an example and then usually most people can make it happen because as creative as you are you don't know the business that you're trying to get yeah so it could be b2b b2c and like a car salesman could be like hey i'm trying to get some people to buy cars but you don't know how the car business works no. like if you have a specific something that's gonna get, like get a, a some attention to it that's gonna get you know mm-hmm. more eyes on it then you gotta be initi- initiative and actually tell yeah. eric hey i'm trying to get this is there something we can do in the video to make it come yeah. across that way and then like uh, on the creative side then i'll be like okay how about this idea yeah or even if you have an idea you don't know exactly how it gets done that's yeah that's my job is to be like okay i know how to do this um so and- we went from like vlogs and then we went to listing videos which i don't like i don't but like <laughs> because they're boring too like yeah. nobody actually i mean people watch them now actually kobe was a big reason why listing videos took off we went from that to what we're doing now which i really really love like I've gotten to the point the past couple of years where I'm realizing that I find way more joy and passion in creating small mm-hmm. 15, 30 second videos yeah. that are like, what was that? That was different. Yeah. So I, I really think that's still going to be the biggest, in my opinion, the biggest thing for the next few years is just short, short creative videos mm-hmm. that can really get a message across. Yeah. 100%. Um, one, it, it keeps the user's attention yeah, uh, or the viewer's attention. And on top of that, they're going to watch it multiple times, which is going to help your algorithm. Yeah. It's going to like push you a lot more on top of that. It's something that's creative, unique. And if the, I think what a lot of, a lot of people that want videos struggle with is they struggle with the 
quality over quantity. Yeah. So they would route like the mindset is I need to get my money's worth. So if I'm going to pay this much, I would, I want a five minute video yeah. instead of the same price for a 30 Which, second video. And yeah. it's like, no, you don't. That's the opposite of what you want. If, if the goal is social media marketing to grow your company's brand, your personal brand, whatever, the goal is to keep the viewer enticed mm-hmm. and to keep them wanting, like coming back and watching more. And a very creative or unique 15 to 30 second video is going to do that more effectively than a five minute video that people watch a minute of and then turn off. Yeah. So consistency is a big thing, but like when you say quality over quantity, because <laughs> quantity is good, but if you had the same thing over and over and mm-hmm. over again, people get checked down and they stop watching. Yeah. So like, and, and what I try and do in most of my videos is try and have something a little different each time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to go a lot longer and like make more of an impact than having these five minute videos which you can yeah. still have like ha- if you no, want long you videos can, yeah do it but like don't do it for every video don't do it every video gonna... and there has to be a purpose behind it yeah like if you want a long video it's got to be for something that like it's got to be the occasional like okay um like i'm doing a huge like speaking engagement or something yeah. like that where people will be enticed to know about this thing um and like when i say quantity too i don't even mean like the amount of videos yeah i mean like a lot it's you don't want more time on your video yeah just because you're like oh like i need to get my money's worth like that's not what it is your money's worth is the value that the video itself brings right like the return on investment the leads whatever yeah and if you're gonna make these videos have a a, like a call to action to it so like if you're gonna make a really cool video and take a bunch of time make sure there's a message or like a call to action behind to where they're gonna put their email in or give you some kind of info dm Mm -hmm. you there's gotta be something to it. I do things a little differently. Like I'll just post like a random video and like hope I get somebody to DM <laughs> me, which sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But if you're in the sales game and you post a video, it, there better be a way to get info out of it because otherwise you just waste so much time and money. Yeah. So that's so that compared to what we're doing now, which is podcasts, I think is a really cool avenue as well. Mm-hmm. So if you're considering, if you like being on camera and you like talking, which obviously I do. I like the idea of us talking, mm-hmm. having video, breaking that up, doing photos. Like you have four or five ways of marketing in one sit down conversation. Like that's yeah. cool. And mm-hmm. you can put it on various platforms too. I can take snippets out of this and put it on TikTok or yeah. Instagram reels. Like most podcasts, like, I mean, we're shooting this on video too. Like yeah. if, if you want to do a podcast, at least don't just do the audio yeah because then you it's a waste time yeah i mean it's it's a waste time it's it's, you could be doing more it doesn't (laughs) maximize your time exactly uh, or the the time that you're putting in the money that you're putting in hello i'm just kidding (laughs) the time that you're putting in the money that you're putting in you're limiting the sources that you can use that content for right um right we can we can we can edit ashland out (laughs) what's up ash so I want to go into your business because I feel like whenever I tag you, I'm like, yeah, Eric does all my videos, but they don't really know what else you do. So kind of go into how you started Haven Media. Yeah. And I want to hear first, what was the initial like, with every business owner, there's always like a risk you take. And so I'm sure you had that feeling of like, yeah, I'm going to start this company by myself instead of trying to get like a full-time job somewhere else. Well, what, what was that defining moment? You were like, all right, I'm going to jump in all in, mm-hmm. create my own company. Yeah. So I was, I was already freelancing all through college. Like my last few years of college, I was trying to, once I knew that people were willing to pay me to do something I really enjoyed, yeah. um, 
like I was determined to like when I graduate or I'm going to get my degree as a backup plan. Is your degree in? I, no, it's economics. Uh, yeah. Of course it is. <laughs> but like, I was like, I'm, I'm going to get this as a backup plan, but I'm going to fully commit myself to being able to make sure that when I graduate, I am able to make videos for a living. Nice. Um, and so by the time I did graduate, which was during COVID, uh, <laughs> yeah. class of 2020, um, <laughs> I was luckily in a position where I knew I could do it. I knew I could do it. And, but still freelancing like, Oh, it's Eric that you're getting. Yeah. And then I knew that I wanted a bigger picture for the video or for videography and a per like, I didn't want it to just be me. Yeah. Um, and so I knew if I wanted to scale, I needed to brand under something else. Mm -hmm. So then I decided to start Haven Media. Um, and I considered the idea of just getting a full-time job, yeah. a full-time video job, just doing something for a company or something like that. And then I realized I didn't, I enjoyed the variety of video projects I was getting. Like I, we, we do pretty much everything now, like between- Like what? Go like weddings, personal branding, marketing, advertisements, nice. uh, like just everything, most things. Um, and it keeps it fresh. I don't feel like I'm in this niche and I'm getting burnt out in yeah. like the one thing I do. And so I knew that I didn't want to get a full-time job where I was just doing one thing over and over and over. Uh, because the, the biggest fear of mine was to stop loving what I do. Yeah. Which like, is very easy. It's in, so in easy to burn out. Yeah. Um, especially when your hobby becomes your profession. It's so easy that like, it's so easy for it to lose that touch or for it to stop being fun. Yeah. And I knew that I wanted to keep that. So I decided to keep freelancing and eventually start Haven. Um, and I named, I named Haven yeah, after, I ask why. Uh, after the street that my college apartment was on, Nice. which is where I started doing all the video stuff. So I like, it was rush Haven. So I figured I'd name it. <laughs> I didn't know media. that. Yeah. What was the apartment complex? Uh, Shout out to the apartment complex. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I remember the name. Gabe was actually my roommate. Oh, for yeah, like of course a year there. Yeah. Um, so did Gabe get you into video? No, we were. So I was getting, I got into it in like already on my own. Yeah. And then I moved into the place that Gabe was staying at. Yeah. And then one day, I think I had my laptop. I was sitting in the living room with like Premiere open. And he walked out and he was like, is that premiere? I was like, yeah. And then he was like, do I do video stuff too? Like I'm, I'm getting like, Wait, we, so you guys didn't know living together. We did not know. <laughs> we didn't know until like a couple weeks. In. We were really awkward with each other too. Yeah. Cause like he was well, a stranger. Gabe's naturally an awkward person. Yeah. And so am I, but yeah. <laughs> well, we were, we were like strangers. And then like, that was kind of how we just naturally started talking, like nice. becoming friends were, but um, yeah, when it comes to the risks, um, yeah, there's definitely a risk in the entrepreneurship or just, Yeah, because you're buying thousands of dollars of equipment yeah. and hoping. Hoping it pays back. <laughs> yeah. And on top of that, back then I didn't I didn't know I didn't understand the business side as yeah. well as I do now. Yeah. Um how to be a professional. Uh which to, goes a long way. It goes like, a long way. It, you would think like, oh, I do something in a creative industry, like I don't need to know those things. You you need to know those things. Um, you also need to know for those out there looking for video work or like trying to get into video and you hire a videographer for your projects, make sure that the videographer knows what they're doing Yeah, because you're going to pay money for a quality video that doesn't actually have the, the skill set that it should. And Eric, you got it a little bit, I guess. <laughs> but make sure that the, the videographer actually knows how to work the camera, lighting, 
folk auto focus or manual focus, manual focus. <laughs> but like make sure they know what they're doing because yeah. it's going to reflect how your video looks and so very very important when you're picking a videographer and getting into video is making sure that they know what they're doing um yeah 100 percent. i it does irk me to see bad videos bad videos but you know but, they paid a lot of money for yeah them. and and it's not even in like a elitist sense it's more of like i try really hard to make sure that every client i work with is satisfied with the product yeah and um like i i try to make sure that if i need to learn something new if i need to buy a new piece of equipment if i need to you know like lock myself away to finish out a video on time that right. it gets done properly so to see bad videos is it's it's upsetting yeah um especially since it it hurts the industry as a whole yeah it makes it makes us all look bad um and so yeah like i, I take it personally but yeah <laughs> Make make sure you have a videographer that knows what they're doing, and it's it's hard to and that's friendly. That's friendly. Understands the business, mm -hmm. can actually understand how much money you're spending on this, and take time to comprehend and, and yeah. sit down with you, and that goes a long way. I'm I'm gonna ask one more question. Mm -hmm. My question is, where is Haven Media gonna be in the next? I mean, next year because yeah. you just got a really cool office space at a really cool <laughs> office. And uh, I want to know what your plan is for the next year and like yeah. after that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I right now working on scaling up the company, bringing on guys right now. I've Frankie's shooting this podcast for us. Shout um, out Frankie. Uh, Haven has always been. I started Haven with the hope of bringing on people who wouldn't have the opportunity normally yeah. to get into the industry because a lot of startup costs it's really hard um and there's a huge learning curve when it comes to it so having mentorship and you know a company that provides the gear yeah. teaches you how to do this stuff that's always been the goal um and so i would like to keep scaling it over the next year few years nice um get a larger get a probably expand space you know maybe oh you might man you're gonna leave me i'm not gonna i mean if you have a bigger space you know <laughs> We'll figure um, it out. <laughs> but yeah, so I would like to keep scaling up the company. Yeah. Um, teaching people, like teaching new uh, people video. Yeah. That have an interest in working hard, that want to learn and are hard workers. Yeah. Um, not necessarily someone who knows video stuff. Like Frankie, when he started, he he didn't know anything. Yeah. Frankie, so, do you still know anything? Or? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then eventually uh, I would like the company itself to be able to run a little like with less of my input yeah um and f uh a side goal is to start a nonprofit based around uh filmmaking and photography for uh low-income areas that's a good idea yeah because they have a great i mean the, the creative creativity they probably will have will and there's no way to have that like it's hard to just get your foot in the door yeah there's so much startup costs and i always hated that the the industry was really geared or it's filled with a lot of like people who could easily jump into it. Yeah. And I like, it wasn't easy for me. And I just, I hate that it's the world itself may be deprived of someone who may be like a great director one day. Right. Or that there are kids out there they who just need that opportunity to yeah, actually like sit down and learn. They'll never yeah. know if this is something that they like right. or not. So that's, that's the goal one day. Um, and I would like Haven to, be able to support that. That's a really good cool idea. So if anybody out there is looking to get into video and learn a little bit, Eric is an okay teacher. Um, <laughs> my, my other question was going back to how you got started. 
So the biggest question that irks me whenever somebody asks on Instagram or Facebook or text messages, so remember this. Hey, David, what app do you use to make your videos? Oh, so obviously I got motivated by you and the way you were doing, the way you were filming me and editing. And I, fi- I figured if Eric can do it, I can do it, which is really the exact opposite. It's very hard. <laughs> so I got bored one day and started YouTubing how to edit, uh, how to work a camera. Yeah. And spent hours and hours learning that. And so I take pride in actually knowing that I know how to do that. But Eric, when was the point where you were like, I want to learn how to work a camera and what steps did you take to actually learn what you do, what you do now? Yeah. So, um, like I said, I had, I had a GoPro and that's just, you know, you point and shoot, hit record. Yeah. Um, and it makes videos for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. And then the app is like, it's free. It's like a really bad editor, but right. Yeah. Like it, it works. Um, and then just out of curiosity, like I wanted to learn how to use a proper camera, but I never imagined it was, it was always just, I want to learn this thing for fun. I want to be able to do this. Um, and so I think I, Luckily, Adobe has like a student. Oh yeah, uh, I still have a student yeah. one. Do you really? <laughs> oh, don't put <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta add that out. I'm just kidding, I don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, luckily they had a student discount and so I just, I got that one day. Um, and then like my dad had a DS, like an old DSLR uh, nice. in his closet. So I think one time I came home to visit my parents from college and I just stole it. And I took <laughs> it back with me and then I started YouTubing like camera settings basics yeah and learned aperture and iso and shutter speed and all that stuff and then eventually learned like you pulled up youtube t- t- tutorials on yeah. premiere and then just kept learning from there and yeah it's really it, honestly it's really hard to teach like i've tried showing friends like how to edit and there's it's way more effective if i just say hey here's a youtube video they'll go step by step so i used to have two laptops one on youtube one on premiere mm-hmm. now we go back and forth like trying to like 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 just copy what they were yeah. doing and eventually you just realize okay dad i got that now yeah and next trick like you would literally just watch like a minute of the tutorial and then go back and like figure out what to do yeah um like that's what i did when i brought frankie on was i was like here's some videos just watch these it's all it takes it's a lot easier a lot. than me trying to explain it and then like literally that's what these videos are for yeah. is to explain these things and then I was there to give like the hands-on stuff like, right. okay, no, like try it this way or all right, let's practice this. Let's or do like this. shooting techniques. How yeah. You like, yourself? Let yeah. me put you in this setting and try to like replicate it. Um, but the actual, like if anybody wants to actually learn the stuff, YouTube is a great resource. It's how I learned. Um, it's how most people learn. Yeah. Um, and then if you want to get really in depth, there's things like Skillshare and stuff like that. Right. And I, and I honestly like talking, like looking at my position now as a real estate agent, actually as a broker. <coughs> um, <laughs> oh, uh, uh, so a few years ago, I realized that I, as much as I like making videos and editing videos, my time is not well spent there. So yeah. you may be in a position now to where you're like, I want to get into video. I want to learn how to do it. But I'm telling you now, it's going to take you a lot longer to learn that than it will be just to hire somebody that knows that already. And you focus what you'd like doing best, which is selling and making and growing your business. Mm-hmm. Because as much as like you want to be involved in the video part of it, it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Unless you have a real passion of really doing it yourself them do it but i really recommend finding somebody that knows it already and then you focus on what you do best and give him ideas of the videos you want you know i know it's a tough pill to swallow making the 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 purchase for these videos because you think you can do it yourself and save a buck but i'm telling you quality over quantity will go a lot longer and your time would be well more way better spent hiring somebody that knows it already than Mm -hmm. trying to film and and youtube for hours and it's just god it's a lot well like it it's it's nice that you know this stuff too, because yeah. then you have a better perspective of, right. it, of like, you know what, my time, I'd rather like give it to somebody. Cause um, yeah, like you can 
shoot some stuff on your phone and then put it together. But if you want your content to stand out and be on a different level or because like, right, your content stood out. Well, that's before. why I tell agents all the time because agents will come up to me and say, hey, I want to do video. I want to do what you do. And I, I tell them, like, listen, when I started doing video, it wasn't quality. Like, it, I mean, yeah, you filmed great. Yeah. It was great picture and stuff. But like, there was no message. There was no, no. creativity behind it. It was just yeah. a day, daily thing. And now I'm like, okay, if you're going to post a video or even a photo, make sure it's professionally done. So I use Reagan. Shout out Reagan Photography. Mm -hmm. And Eric's Reagan's great. Yeah. Reagan's great. But for videos and photos, I have professional work for every post that I do. And I think it really stands out and goes a long way. But it's an investment. Like it's a true it investment, investment. Yeah. to make into your business. And you got to see it as an investment into your business. Because if you see it, it's just like, there's so many people that are like, you spend money on photos for your Instagram? I'm like, yeah. That's my resume. Yeah. Like that, that it's my that's my legit mm -hmm. job application for any real estate project I take. So if I look good in those and my, the videos are cool, I'm going to get business out of that. Yeah. 100%. And it goes for any business. And like, I think that's been the difficult thing that, cause at least here in San Antonio, right. Trying to grow photos been the thing that's been established. Video yeah. is very new here. Right. Um, and trying to, I love mixing. The, I love mixing the two. Yeah. Maybe what you learned recently. I love mixing the two. <laughs> but trying to, it's, it's hard right just being like like i've i can find the people here and there that see the value in it yeah that understand this is an investment um and i the hard thing is it is a hard thing to i guess like quantify right and like see a number that is this is my return on investment but i promise if you invest the proper amount of time and money into finding a good creative to mm -hmm. help you and coming up with good concepts yeah. or at least working with your creative you like the concept is everything the concept is everything yeah. and then if you have a good creative they will do consultations with you they'll they'll talk it over they want to yeah. make sure that your that the content that they make for you is exactly what you're looking for right. and it benefits you not yeah and then you you know how to actually film it how to mm -hmm. shoot it to make it what you want yeah so like luckily i know more or less what I, the message i want but you know how to actually put it together mm -hmm. and i will say and I'll, I'll spill all my sales you know beans right now the main reason why I do video is because it indirectly gets me attention from people that you wouldn't expect. So like somebody will DM me like, Hey man, that was a cool video. And then they'll follow me. See that I'm an, a, a broker. And then, and then, but I see what they do too. And it, it stirs a conversation to cool video to what do you do? Oh, I do real estate. I'm in, you know, I, I sell cars, whatever mm -hmm. it may be. And we connect on another level besides just video. So just, my cool yeah. video got some kind of indirect attention from yeah. somebody else. I would never met my entire life. And then all of a sudden you have a possible lead. Exactly. Or, yeah. Uh, at least an uh, an extension of your yeah. network. Yeah. My goal for this is to give agents and other people in sales that that think that Instagram doesn't work or TikTok or Snapchat, whatever it may be, it works. Like ninety five percent of my business is Instagram, mm -hmm. and it's purely thanks to you. Like our creative our creative minds putting these videos together may not be about real estate, but it got attention. Yeah. And I figure if a seller sees that I can get attention through video, and if I'm able to get attention through that way, they're going to hire me to sell their house because their house. Is now I'm gonna get the same attention yeah. I have, and so I, I also I I mean obviously I'm I'm biased towards video, but I yeah. think I think video has the benefit in you can personalize it too, because mm -hmm. um, you have more than one frame, yeah, and you have audio. You can talk, you can talk about yourself, who you are, um, and on top of that, like you can come up with these ideas that are like, hey, look, this is if your content reflects how much attention and time you put into that yeah just for your content that will speak volumes about what you do like what your work is like right 
and it 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 does come across whether you, like you realize it or not it comes across like mm. uh, even this 15 like the last video we did for you with the keys oh yeah like that was which is uh, a great idea did you come up with that or frankie uh i came up with it frankie, frankie take, it, it. take credit for that one man. <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was a eight second video yeah that we had to take that we shot twice and both sessions were like 30 minutes i got three dms shooting. off that yeah it, but he, it had the message had nothing to do i mean a little bit of real estate but like it wasn't me saying, hey, let me sell, sell your house. It was just a cool video that we mm -hmm. wanted to make and that you guys came up with a great idea. And I'm like, all right, let's just do it. That's, yeah. a good, that's a good idea. But that is the return on investment that you get. Yeah. That is the the quality speaking over the quantity. And so- Eight seconds. Yeah, eight seconds. Yeah. Eight, an eight second video and three DMs. With a, str a strategic way of posting it too. Like if mm -hmm. you guys realize that if I can get your attention in eight seconds, a really cool song through Reels, which is gonna get a lot more engagement, then I got a way broader audience. And so, you know, if you're looking to get in the video, be strategic in how you're going to post it. We had the, we, we knew what we were going to post before we even like yeah. made the video. Like there was, there was an idea mm -hmm. there and a concept on it. So take some time to do that. And I will say, hold on, you know what I realized? It's St. Patty's Day and we haven't drank our scotch yet. I took a sip already. Is it good? What kind of scotch is it? It's a monkey shoulder. Man. Say Friday? Thursday. It's Thursday. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's good. So these guys, these guys drink like on a daily basis in the Not on a daily basis. <laughs> not on a daily like a. Uh, no, I was gonna say I think that the way that I, so a lot of people ask like I want to get videos, but how do I get the content ideas? And in reality, I tell every agent or everybody in sales like I get my ideas from somebody else. To be honest, like mm -hmm. I see something really cool that somebody posts on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook, and I'm like, that's awesome. I haven't seen that in San Antonio. How can mm -hmm. I make it better? And I'll just remix it, make it yeah. my own. Like that's all you. Why yeah. reinvent the wheel? Why? You know, <laughs> if if there's already an, a great because also realistically they didn't come up with that idea. Exactly. They yeah. They may have it tweaked themselves. it somehow yeah. in there. And but the the general concept is not something that whoever you saw it came up with. Yeah. Um. And on like being able to take a video does not have to like that you see doesn't even have to relate to your industry. Yeah. It can just be something that you saw well, that was a cool. Concept. So we could show the example of the as an apple. It was a lime, yeah. lime, the lime video. We'll, we'll play it here. The example of that compared to what we did, super close, mm -hmm. just different meaning, different, yeah, different exactly. industry. Like, <laughs> and it's not necessarily that we're like stealing it. It's just, we're taking this cool concept that hasn't been used in an industry yeah. and applying it to that. And like, you're getting your creative content and the return on investment from right. it. Right. Yeah. So going to the creative content, I think with a, with the biggest thing that I'm, dealing with it now is like i like instagram i like the reels obviously tiktok is blowing up mm -hmm. what i don't see in san antonio is a lot is people getting creative with either of those like reels are cool but a lot of times they're filmed with your phone and they just throw a song on and it gets attention mm -hmm. but like on a videographer perspective where do you see the content from people i, I want to talk locally because yeah. outside it they have like la and new york like, those places are ahead of the game so yeah. <laughs> But in San Antonio, I'm sure small business owners and other agents as well are asking like, okay, how can I get creative on both? Yeah. Well, it's the same thing of the, the quantity over quality or like the the mindset now is quantity over quality. Yeah. Because Reels, TikTok, those are all short form content, um, right? You, you would pay the same amount for a 10 to 30 second video versus getting your money's worth, your money's worth on a two to four minute video. So yeah. like, but it's without understanding that these are the platforms that are blowing up now that you will get the most engagement and exposure from. And your return on investment is that, the yeah. engagement, the exposure, not how long your video is. So I think 
yeah those like those platforms reels and tiktok are definitely like where things are heading um and it's just in san antonio at least it's the there needs to be a mindset shift mm -hmm. on okay i need more creative stuff in a shorter span of time versus yeah. spending my money on the same like right yeah versus a long video what has been historically what people do when it comes yeah. to video i think the clear message of this one is shorter and quality quality over longer and quantity yeah i think that's gonna be a big thing that most people getting to video need to realize and i want to ask because people always ask like where do you get your content from and i, I give them who i follow mm -hmm. but like starting off from when you started off who was your inspiration and who are your motivators now uh yeah so in in the video world in the video world yeah uh i wouldn't know anything if it wasn't for peter mckinnon and i think most oh, yeah. most guys who get into photo and video peter mckinnon's like one a top of the list um he uh matt como was always a huge one he was more he didn't really educate but i just enjoyed watching his videos i would go like frame by frame hmm. literally like hitting my space bar over and over stopping the video just to analyze a transition yeah um and then uh uh parker walbeck with from like full-time filmmaker he would do a lot of really great tutorials on how to shoot an interview how to do this mm -hmm. how to do this um and then now they're i can't remember their names but there are great guys doing that are starting to talk about the business side of owning a video production company yeah because that is the side that i had to learn by trial and error because there's not a lot of info out there on what to do when it comes to business right um so yeah i think i think those guys right now are who i'm probably the most keen on nice mm -hmm. yeah i think uh my big one was um sam colder yeah as most most guys yeah, yeah. he was a good one joan olson or Un. he's over like in mm -hmm. sweden i think or where is he at i don't know who that is yeah i've seen i've showed you his vlogs but that's oh. kind of who i was trying to like get some vlogs mm -hmm. like kind of the same timeline that he had yeah um or but ryan sarant Ryan Serhan has some cool videos, yeah. but he has a whole media agency now. He has a huge, sure. yeah. He's got a whole team. He's got a whole. <laughs> but team. you know what? He started making videos like which is it was like it was just me and you. you yeah, know what I mean. Same and thing. he got so big to where he had a whole a whole team now to help him out. So, but I, I my motivators are for sure like those people, and I always tell people like if you want to get ideas for video content, go follow other creatives, mm -hmm. see what they're doing, just tweak it, make it your own. And I tell Leroy the same thing. I'm like, hey man, you don't got to reinvent the wheel, yeah. like. Your everybody's goal is to get attention. As much as they hate saying that it is, yeah. The more attention you get, the more sales you get. So, well, even find somebody. Even if you like don't know who, like creatives to follow, right? yeah. Celebrities now all have their oh, own. Oh yeah, their they, own. They Will Smith have, has his own yeah, dude. Like, like Will Smith's guy is incredible. Um, yeah. But like following celebrities and just seeing like what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, or even like athletes, like literally, literally anybody that you follow or have an interest in has like most likely has yeah. some form of a creative working for them yeah or at least cool content on their page that and here's another here's another tip too is like because a lot of people have these ideas most of the time in the shower or at laying in bed at night when everything's calm and relaxed yeah. but if you got an idea get your phone out yeah. go to your notes section and type it yeah, out like 100%. type out what your actual idea is because you'll forget and when you try to explain it to somebody like eric you're like i'm trying to do this and trying to explain he's like i'm not following yeah but you're not but, but just type it out at least yeah. you have all these ideas planned out so you can make videos and actually have a plan mm -hmm. for it and like so even if so if you see something cool send it to your creative right yep. away just send it to them right away before you forget just send it or save it yeah and then send it to them at some point but uh having an example or yeah if you have a cool idea write it down and even 
if you have a good creative and you don't have like your examples or an idea, but you have a goal, you have, you know what you want to get out of your content yeah. and you have a structure of, you know, I want to do like four videos, all like 30 seconds. And I, the goal is to generate more leads yeah. or something like that. And you go to a creative who understands the technical side, the mm -hmm. business side, and like is willing to talk to you and sit yeah. down one that's how you know you have a good creative yeah. someone who takes the time to be like okay and understand it yeah this list instead of goals of instead of just like all right let's go shoot yeah but like if you just have if you have a good creative you can just present a list of goals and a general structure of what you want and then they will be like okay what if we did something like this yeah. or what if we do a video like this or I may go through my own list of things I've saved yeah. or seen and been and like bring it to you. Like when we did the key thing, that was something I had seen and I was like, Hey, what if we did something like this? Yeah. Which is really cool. I mean, that, that, that was a cool idea. I like that one. My second favorite one was as uncomfortable. It was, was a mirror. mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so like uh, another two is like, get out of your comfort zone. Like videos are already tough in general to be in front of cameras. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's always awkward as it is now. Like even right now, I, yeah. I'm not used to this. I'm always behind the camera. So yeah. this is weird, but also, if you have a creative who has enough experience, they will talk you yeah, through how to do that. Yeah, make it seem a little more they will, comfortable. Yeah, or at the least, too, they'll coach you through it yeah. for your first future. And usually, after you, the hardest thing, with I think, with video is kind of jumping into it because you're going to be uncomfortable for yeah. at least three shoots. And you're going to get made fun of. Like, yeah. Okay, I learned that very early on is like when I started doing vlogs by month four, I was getting made fun of by my closest friends. And I still do. Mm -hmm. Like, I, don't, I mean, I don't mind. But like, it also like getting personal. I lost a lot of friends making vlogs. Like I lost a lot of friends putting myself out there. And, but in the end I made new friends. I got a lot more sales. Like I grew a bigger business and it was a very uncomfortable approach for me. But I feel like over time you really see the value of consistency and putting yourself out there. Mm -hmm. And if you're in sales, you have to, yeah. I'm sorry, you have to. You 100% you have to. And also like anybody who like stops being your friend because you're doing I know, losers. losers. Like, like, come on, man. Like I, I'm just trying to make a living over yeah, here. Literally, like I'm, I'm just trying to like be successful. And you're and I, and I, I tell everybody close to me, and even you know coworkers or other agents, like I don't like. I mean, I honestly don't like being on video. Mm -hmm. Like I, it's uncomfortable. But I, I know that if I don't make videos, and I don't post post cool creative stuff. I don't get business. Yeah. Like I've learned that very early on. Like I don't if I'm making postings or not making cool videos. Nobody's going to hit my DMs up that's looking for business. But, like, it's just not going to happen. Plus, our shoots are fun now. Like, yeah. It's a, it's a lot more comfortable. We've been doing it for long enough that, like, even if it's still, like, weird, by the time we start shooting, it's, like, nothing. Yeah. And, like, if we mess up, I know how to, like, fix it. <laughs> yeah, you know how to fix it. <laughs> so, that's, that's another value, I think, is, like, making sure that you're putting yourself out there, finding somebody that makes you feel comfortable doing it, which is, which is in hand is a really good creative person. Um, I want to jump into real quickly, like the, the, I guess the short videos. Yes. But have you tried dabbling with like after effects, which is like a, another realm of editing. Another, yeah. Another software and Photoshop and like, cause a big thing now is obviously NFTs and motion yeah. graphics. I think in the near future, I can see like my content being something similar to yeah. that, um, to where it's very short loopy. It loops constantly mm -hmm. like, like an NFT does and having some kind of cool photo video out of that yeah um so i have had to like dabble in it for projects or both of those things we use photoshop pretty regularly uh with some of the content that we do uh after effects on a project by project basis like if it yeah. requires it um but even now like i've been doing this for four years and i'm in the process of learning or 
getting better at After Effects and being more yeah. familiar. And I think that's an important thing when you're working with a creative is someone who is willing, willing to, to learn, learn other things. Like they don't think that they know everything. Yeah. Um, I purposely then, try and find things that are going to challenge you. Now. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so purpose. mean. Like you'll send me something. I'm like, uh, I, I can learn that, yeah. I guess. But <laughs> that's that's the important thing is your creative is someone that you are going to you want to have a long term relationship with. Yeah. That you want to work with for a while because the familiarity helps. The friendship helps. And then you want to be able to push your content ahead of the game. Yeah. So you need a creative who is you willing stand to stand out. That. Yeah. You have to stand out because like I said, quality over quantity a million times this podcast. Mm -hmm. But you really got to be different because every other person that's getting to videos and post something very similar. And if yours is not as engaging, you're just going to fall in line yeah. with them. Even if you're ahead of the game, like like yeah. you were, like we were doing videos like in the San Antonio market way before yeah. anybody else was. And then we had to keep changing <laughs> it and changing it and getting ahead of the game. Yeah. And we were trying so many new things to where and like, yeah, and I kept having to learn new things. But it was like, this is what has to be done mm -hmm. uh, in order to stay. Because, yeah, more people are going to start getting in the video and like so on and so forth to where in order to stand out, one, like you, like you had to like come up with more creative stuff. Um, and then I had to expand my skill set. Yeah. And that's just, that's part of it. That's just the business, man. Um, so yeah, it's honestly, that's, I, I gotta give you a big thanks because without you, I don't think I would be where I'm at today. I wouldn't have the creative mindset. I wouldn't have even gotten the video, which turned into a whole business in itself. Like so many things have happened just by reaching out to you and meeting you. Um, so thank you. Well, like, I, I don't think I've said it to you directly. Tell me but, now, Eric. But, Tell me now. <laughs> but like, no, like I should be thanking you too because like I I now have what I consider a successful company. Yeah. Um, And my network is 90% people that I have met through you or somebody that I, like else that I met through you or so on and so forth. Like I would not be where I'm at with my skill set and my business skills and just my business in general if yeah. like if yeah if you hadn't reached out to me that one day so those that want to do don't do what i do but try and remix and do your own but for those that need help for video photo anything you need creative wise these two guys are the main ones to reach out to and that's how i got started so everybody asks how do you got in a video this is it this is how we do it daily basis i've shown you guys behind the behind scenes of some shoots now i'm gonna continue doing that but this is exactly what we did to get started it was a grind from the very beginning and it's going to continue to be one. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking forward to expanding our creative outreach, coming up with new content, things that are different. And if you need that in your business or your life, then reach out to Haven Media. So cheers, man. Cheers. I'm going to tag him here, obviously in the caption as well. But thank you guys for watching. See you all next time on The Real Podcast. See you all.